as I was thinking about this week, it was the word peace. The word peace just kept coming over me. And what, what I want you guys to know is that a lot of times when I come up here and share the Lord, the Lord, it begins with me. And so I'm speaking to myself when I say a lot of, of what I'm saying. But the word peace, how do we find peace? Where, where do we find our peace? And in the middle of what seems to be a, a, a dark time, a crazy time, um, an uncertain time, we need peace more than ever. And so today I want to p- talk about the peace that Jesus has to offer us and the peace that we can find in him. And so right away, if, if you know anything, or if you've grown up in church, if you read the Bible, you can remember probably the story of peace in the storm, right? Of Jesus and his disciples, these 12 guys were following him, and it was the middle of his ministry, and he's walking with them, and they're on a boat, right? And, and, and this big storm comes, and we all hear it, right? Okay, well, yeah, you got it. You have to have peace. You have to understand um, where's your faith in. And I was just, as I was reading that, it was like, when we're going through life and we encounter something, or we're going throughout our day and someone offends us and we're doing something where it's like, it's easy to throw you off, right? These, these would be considered these waves, these, these, these waves, this storm. Or maybe it's something more serious where you've been diagnosed, you've been sick. It's, you're, you're kind of on your last breath. It's, you're competing with death. Where do you find peace in that? right? It's like, and as I was reading this story, it's just like the disciples, before they got freaked out, and just like us, wouldn't we just, can't we just realize there's someone in the back of the boat? If we just wake him up, it'll be all right. If we just encounter him, right? If we just ask him, and so as I was reading this, this was the, the, the disciples, their first little encounter of a boat storm, right? So they're kind of, and then he, what does Jesus tell them when he comes? Well, he declares for the storm to stop. He demands it, just stop. And that's the power he, he has. And he says, you have little faith, right? He tells them. And so he's, you have to think about this. Think about if this was your friend, right? Or and this is the savior of the world, these disciples are starting to understand, okay, this guy has some power. And I need to realize who's in my corner. And so, where do I find my peace? Where I find my peace where my faith is in. What's your faith in? All of us. Ask yourselves these questions. I've, I've asked myself these questions before I've, I've gotten up here. Is your faith in your bank account, right? How, how, much you, how much you got in there? Is your faith in a political party? Is your faith in yourself? Maybe you think, I got this. I'm good. I'm self-made. I'm built tough. I don't, I don't need no help, right? I, I create my peace. I'm, I, I got this. And so my challenge to all of us would be like, 
that we would not try to figure things, whatever your thing is, we would not try to figure things out on our own when Jesus is in the back of the boat waiting for us to just wake him up, <laughs> waiting for us to just ask him for help. Well, another story, right? The same thing Matthew in Matthew 14, 31. And the reason why I'm not putting it up here is because I feel like when I'm sitting right there and I'm listening to someone and they're telling, I'd rather hear them tell the story than read it because I kind of get lost. And then there's a little fly, you know, throws you off. And now you're done. You're done. So I'm going to tell you another story where they're on the boat. So Jesus was kind of, they were kind of gathering with, with a group of people. They're, um, so imagine it, they're on the shore and he's speaking to the, this crowd and they get done. And he tells his disciples, all right, you guys go. I'll catch up to you. You guys go on the boat. You catch up to you. When he gets finished, so they take off. What he does, he goes out and he prays. He prays. And now the story in the Bible says when he gets done, it's about the, it's the fourth watch hour. Another translation says it's four in the morning. Early in the morning. So you can imagine they probably got done what? Nine, ten. It was a nice service. These guys go home. The disciples get on the boat. Jesus goes and prays. And now it's four in the morning. So Jesus says, where's my boat? This is what I'm thinking, right? This doesn't say this. So let me just walk over there. And he he takes off. Because his disciples encounter him walking on water. And what do they think it is? A ghost. They say, oh, it's, it's a ghost. So as he gets closer, Jesus says, oh, it is I. Come out and walk. Jesus calls Peter. You know the story. You've heard it in other sermons. They say, you take your eyes off of Jesus, and what happens? You sink. Right? Jesus picks him up. What I loved about that story is something that I, is that Jesus didn't hesitate. He fell. He picked him up. There was no struggle. There was no struggle. And so understand, okay, their first encounter, he's, on, he's in the back of the boat taking a nap, which is, right, we, it's so human of him to take a nap. But that's the first encounter. The second encounter, he's walking on water. Peter gets called out. He sinks because his eyes at first, it's Jesus, Jesus. Now it's crazy. The storm is still going on. The waves are still crashing. And he begins to look around, takes his eyes off of Jesus, and he falls. And in Matthew, it says, the verse verse said, when Jesus picks him up out of the water, he says, why did you doubt me? Another translation says, why did you let doubt win? And I thought about that, and I was like, if our faith is in him, we're going to be okay. If we anchor ourselves in who he says he is, right? Because think about this. This was the second encounter. If they would have, they, they forget like us. They were walking with him, but just like us, we hear, oh, God is good. God is faithful. He, he wants to help you. He wants to be there for you. He wants to heal you of your sickness, disease. He wants to get you over the hump where you now you're, you're financially successful. He wants to give you a new car so you're not breaking down the road. Whatever it is, we forget 
the words and the promises God has spoken over us. And these disciples, they had just been in, the same, in a storm with Jesus, right? And he comes out from taking a nap and declares to the storm to stop, okay? So now, the first thing when they encounter him this next time, and Peter, who was on the boat, takes his eyes off Jesus and sinks, I believe that at this point they're realizing, okay, this is really important to have my faith in you because you declare storms to stop, and they do. And I was, I was walking on water until I started going and freaking out about my surroundings. So my question to you this morning is, where do you find peace when things are a little bit hectic, when it's a storm, just like these, these disciples. Well, Jesus is saying by what he's, his example is, put your faith in me. Anchor yourself in me. And so a lot of times when I'm reading through the gospels of like Jesus' life and his, his walk with the disciples and, and people's encounters with him, a lot of times I'm like, well, that's, that's a lot easier for them because they're, they're walking with Jesus. It's, I mean, I would, I would put my faith in him. I would, you know, because for us, it's like, well, we, we don't see him in the, in the physical realm, right? I don't get to, like, touch him. I don't get to see him nap. Like, it's almost like, is he real? And so now what I, what, what, how, where do I find my peace? And this is, what I, this is what I really want to talk about and what the Lord has put on my heart is this is what Jesus is, is, is telling his disciples before he leaves. In John 14, 16, if you can put it up there, Rich, it says, I will talk to the Father and he'll provide you with another friend so that you will always have someone with you. And in a different version, what does it say? You put it up there. I will pray with the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. These are just, this is the same verse, different translations. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. Where do you find your peace? Who are they talking about? Holy Spirit. When we, when we come up here and we say, Holy Spirit, come and, and be in this room. Okay, real quick, pause. Lord, could you have just said the comforter, the helper? It's, you know, Holy Spirit's like, Holy Spirit. Like, people hear that and it's like, right? You, you kind of, you back, you back away. A lot of people, it, it, yeah, you're fine saying Jesus, God, Lord, Holy Spirit. That's just his name, so we got to accept it. <laughs> but that's who he is. He's a helper. He's a comforter. He's our friend, the best friend. And so when the Father's telling him, when, when, when Jesus is leaving now, he's giving them the helper, the comforter. Where do you find your peace? I would, I would suggest, I would strongly urge you to find it in the Holy Spirit. He will guide you. He will comfort you. He will be your friend 
when things are crazy, when things are wild. And so um, John 14, 26 to 27 says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. You want peace? That, that's where it's at, right there, in him. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Not as the world gives, do I give. The world will tell us where, where we can find our peace. For me, it was, you got a good job. You got your, you got your car paid off. Ooh, that will give you some peace, right? Once you get, or you get, you get some of that, that stuff, those loans you have, you get rid of that. Now, you, then I think that's what the world tells you. Maybe you get, once I get that, I'm, I'm in my career field, right? I get that job. This is the job I've been working for. It's a job I've been going to school for, right? I get that house. Once I get that house, I'll, I'll be peaceful. And matter of fact, Lord, you give me that house. I'll invite people over and we'll, we'll have dinner and, and pray. And the, but, but this verse is telling us, not as the world gives do I give to you. True peace is found in Jesus. True peace is given by the helper, the comforter, the Holy Spirit. Peace is only found in the one who created us. And peace does not mean Nothing is going on around us. Don't, we can't get that twisted. Peace is not a sunset on the ocean, 70 degrees, laying back in the sand, right? Just enjoying life. Yeah, that, that is peaceful, right? But peace is being able to be grounded in the Father when everything is going bad, when everything around me is hectic, when there's a lot of noise around me. That's what peace is. And so this is for us. This can be, this, this can be experienced by all of us if we abide in the Holy Spirit, the Helper, the Comforter. A lot of times I would find myself like kind of acting out of character, right? When something, when, when something when throws me off guard. But when we rest in Jesus and the Holy Spirit, he gives us fresh perspective on the situation. And then all of a sudden, it's not, then we, you ever meet someone's like, oh, it could be worse. It's okay. I'll be all right. And they're just, you're just like, yeah, I don't know if it could be any worse. Hey, you got it pretty bad. That's peace. That's peace. And so if we hold our peace, if we stay grounded, the Lord will begin to fight our battles. And he begins to come. And the best way I can think about this is when I, and I wish I had something up here, but Earlier this week, I was doing this, this one exercise where you take, the, you, know, you take a dumbbell weight and it's, it's, you put it over your head. And then I was thinking about there's these competitions where people try to keep weight 
over their head like this, like if I have like, say like 20 pounds, and I'm holding this and I'm just walking, right? But, and so the Lord began to like show me like, okay, Holy Spirit, how are you actually my helper? How do you help me? Well, think about this weight or think about this weight on your back. You're holding this weight. It's heavy. It hurts. Or maybe it doesn't. Maybe for you, you're strong, right, emotionally, maybe physically, spiritually. And so it's easy. I got this. Boom. This weight's on my back, and I'm carrying this weight, and it's good. Okay, but a day goes by. 20 pounds, I don't care if it's 20 pounds, it's going to be heavy. You can't, but you still, it's on you. What the Holy Spirit is, just, just imagine someone behind me, so a helper, just grabs that and now just begins to lift it up a little bit, begins to hold it up. And I feel like I'm still holding it. And I, and I, I may be, but all of a sudden, it's getting lighter. It's getting lighter. And as the days go on, it should be getting heavier. But guess what? I'm getting stronger, but it's also getting lighter because the Holy Spirit, the helper, has come to lift our burdens to help us in time of need. And so that's, that's who the Holy Spirit is. That's who the helper is, the comforter. That's uncomfortable. Go, go put some weight on your back like that and try to hold it. You start shaking. But the helper has come to make what is heavy light. And so if you're, in this, if you're here this morning and you feel, I got some heavy stuff. I got some heavy stuff. You don't, you don't know what I got going. I got some heavy stuff. The Holy Spirit has come to make what is heavy light. And so if we would just ask him, please come, help me. That is his name. He is the helper. He identifies with helping. And all we got to do is ask. We have to stop thinking about the Holy Spirit as some spooky person or thing that's over there. Jesus said, I'm leaving and it's better that I leave. Because the Holy Spirit will come to help you. So, yeah, come on. <laughs> That's good. The pressures of life, they're not bias. They, they, meaning, they come. No matter who you are, no matter your position, no matter how long you've been serving the Lord. We talked about this, me, Cameron, and Barbara, um, before baptisms. And Perry was also saying something, too, about, you know, sometimes you hear, okay, well, like you get baptized, and then, well, be careful, because the Lord, I mean, the enemy's going to attack you. He's, he's going to try to bring you down and, 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 and discourage you and try to get you, get you back off this, right, this, this high or this, like, I'm on fire. He's going to try to do that. But then I, was, then I began, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I see that. Because why? Because when you have a championship team, when a team wins, wins it all, what do people say? Okay, you won, but now there's a target on your back. But what do champions, how do they think? They say, bring it on. Let's go. Because guess what? 
I'm a champion. And I've already been victorious, so it doesn't matter what comes my way. I'm going to conquer it anyway. I'm going to be victorious again. And so, but it's all perspective, how we think about it. Because you can sit back and say, okay, well, don't, don't come after me. Or you can be like a champion who's already been victorious and say, I'm equipped because I'm a son, I'm a daughter, and I have what I need. So salvation, I just want to touch base about this, about peace, because salvation, it, it gives us um, the peace of God. Because I believe there's, there's three sides of peace. Salvation gives the peace of God, meaning we're in right standing when we accept him as our Savior. Um, when you abide in him, meaning when you, when, you, when you go to church, you read the word, right? You get the peace of God, right? You, you embody the peace. You, he, there's some sort of peace, right? When, you're, when, you, when you praise him, when, you, when you're in the word, you go to church. But, and then the third thing, pursue, pursuing, pursuing Jesus, pursuing the person of Jesus produces the peace like God, like God. The peace that why, how can you have peace right now when everything around you is going crazy? When you almost just died? Because I have the peace like God. Because I've been pursuing Jesus. And so I pray that we can all get to that place. Imagine if we had a church full of people who are like, we're good. Everything around us is going crazy. The world is, is falling apart or is so it seems because it's not. But... We're good. Can we have the peace like God? Pursuing him produces this peace. It says, uh, Romans 5.1, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have the peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. That is through salvation. Um, Isaiah 26.3 says, You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts you. Keep your mind on him. When things are going bad, you cannot get peace by yourself. Please, everyone, as we leave here this morning, don't feel like, and I've done this. I've seen friends, family, like, I can do, I can get peace. Because I know I can, I can work. I got to just work a little harder, work a little more, save a little more, more money, be more responsible with my time, do all this and you start making a list, and that is great, and I encourage you to go do that. But peace doesn't come from you. Peace comes from, from the creator, the one who created you. So do all those things, but then put your, put your faith in Jesus. So just, like going back to the, to the boat, the, the disciples, before they got on the boat, they said, okay, we're good, this boat Yep, most of them were fishermen. They probably thought, this is, this is an okay boat. It's going to make it across the, wherever they were going, despite whatever comes. They had their faith in the boat. Jesus comes, the storm comes, right? Or Jesus, now Jesus is there, and the storm hits, and he's saying, de- de- declaring to the storm, stop. 
if, if their faith was in Jesus, there would have never been no doubt, right? The, the waves, they would be like, okay, well, the waves have come, but we got Jesus. And so I just pray that God would, would really um, show us how to trust in him, that we would begin to, re- to, to encounter the Holy Spirit. What does that mean to encounter the Holy Spirit? That sounds like a spiritual term or something. No, it just means to come to the helper, to ask for help, to go to the source that can actually help us in time of need. And so, again, I'll say, and you stand with me. We're going we're gonna to close off. Um, but if, so studies show, like during these sermons or during these teachings or during these gatherings, 3% of what, like someone comes up here and says, 3% is retained. If you take notes, 10%. If you leave here with one thing, it would be this, that there is someone on your side, someone on your team who has come to make what is heavy light, who wants to, like, maybe you won't, maybe it's not going to go away right away, right? Maybe you feel like, well, I've been carrying this, and where's God been? But guess what? He wants to carry that weight, and not only... When you, when you begin to put your trust, your hope in him, something else interesting happens. You get stronger. You get stronger. And he strengthens us. And I'm not here to say, hey, this Christian life, like if you're, if you're a believer in Christ, if you follow Christ, everything's easy, everything's fine and dandy. Like you, you, no one's going to say that because it's not true. But what is truth is that there's someone who has come to give us peace, real peace, God's peace, in the midst of the, of the hard times. And so I just pray. Let me just, and, and, and we pray right now. If you, and if you feel comfortable, we're just going to pray. And if you want to pray with your words, you just begin declaring stuff over your life. Okay? You don't have to shout, scream. You can say it under your breath. You can say it in your mind. But right now, we're going to ask for the helper, the Holy Spirit, to come to make what is heavy light in our, in our bodies, in our lives, in our kids' lives, in our families' lives, in our grandmas, grandpas, whoever it is. Holy Spirit, we come to you right now. We ask that you would come and take these burdens and lift them. You would lift them. You begin to lift them so that we can feel like we can walk. And we would just begin to experience hope and a new sense of, of direction, direction that follows you, direction that, that puts our peace and our trust in you. Lord, we thank you because you, you are good and you love us enough to send us a helper, to send us a comforter, to send us a friend. And so, Father, we ask as we go throughout this week and with, as life hits us, we would be we rely on you and your strength and what you did on the cross. And this would be our stance. As champions, we just we stand firm and know that no weapon formed against us will prosper. In Jesus' name, we pray this. In Jesus' name, amen.
Amen.